0: Hi, Ann Pearson here. And before I begin today's episode, I'm excited to tell you about the Paralegal Bootcamp's new three-step roadmap to manage cases like a rockstar paralegal. If you're fairly new to litigation, this quick start guide will help you figure out three things that you can be doing to help you better anticipate what the attorney needs before they have to ask for it. It'll help reduce some of those last-minute scrambles, especially if you're working for an attorney who's a procrastinator, or someone who doesn't always share all of the important case information with you. I put this three-step roadmap into a downloadable PDF for you, and it's completely free. You can get yours on our website at paralegal-bootcamp.com forward slash three steps. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. Let's talk about the pros and cons of being a paralegal manager. First, I want to tell you that I'm glad that I became a paralegal manager because I would have never started my own company doing paralegal training. Well, it's never good to say never, but it would have been highly unlikely. It was while I was a paralegal manager hiring new paralegals and training them that I realized that was what I wished I could do all day, every day. But I couldn't because there were all these other pressing issues every day that was part of my job as a paralegal manager. In this episode, I'm not going to have time to also cover how to get a paralegal manager role or position. That can be a whole other episode soon, I promise. But I do want to share a quick story of how I became a paralegal manager because that's connected to some of the pros and cons that I'm going to discuss. You know how they say that good things come to you when you least expect it, or when you're most happy and content and grateful for what you already have? Well, that was me. It was 2004, and I loved being a litigation paralegal. I was doing work that was challenging and rewarding. It was all of the things that I described to you all all the time about being a rock star paralegal, doing work that's challenging and rewarding. I really enjoyed my career. I had earned the reputation at the firm as the go-to person for those monstrous cases with 5,000, 10,000 boxes, and eventually X gigabytes of data, or the ones that were going to go to trial with 3,000 exhibits and the trial was expected to last a month in another state. And it didn't matter what office that case was out of, I was put on those cases, So I had spent the better part of 1999 to 2004 traveling from the Atlanta office, the office I technically worked out of, to the New York office, to the D.C. office, to Florida, you name it. It would be nothing for me to fly out on Sunday night to the New York City office, spend two days in the New York City office, take a train up to Poughkeepsie, New York to the client's office, and then a train back to the city and fly home Thursday night to Atlanta, have Friday in the Atlanta office, and leave again on Sunday. Now that wasn't my schedule every single week, but it was a lot. And I loved just about every minute of it. I loved being a litigation paralegal working on cases like that. Obviously, there's always those times when you have a bad day, but generally speaking, I never could have imagined myself doing anything other than what I was doing. And that was early 2004. And then I got a call from a recruiter. I'd met this recruiter at a networking event for a paralegal association dinner, something like that. It was the local paralegal association. And obviously, recruiters are sponsors of a lot of those events. So she calls me a while after that event, identifies herself, you know, that we met at this event. And she had a position that she thought I would be perfect for. It was a paralegal manager position at another firm in Atlanta. So the first thing I said is, I don't really have any management experience. I'm managing two junior paralegals and a file clerk, but that's about it. And I'm not really in charge of them per se. I just assign projects to them and manage those projects. But she still wanted me to send her a copy of my resume because one of the main partners at the firm had been opposite us in a case. So I guess maybe a trial or something had seen me in action or whatever. Again, I'm not sure what does that have to do with being a paralegal manager. Just because I'm good at trial doesn't mean I'll make a good paralegal manager. Anyway, she calls me the next day and says, the firm wants to interview you. I had no intention of leaving the firm that I was at. I hadn't been on an interview in many, many years. So I thought, Well, it can't hurt to go for an interview and, you know, make sure my resume's updated and all that. So I did. Now, the funny thing is the position that I didn't think I wanted and didn't really care to leave the firm I was at, I was happy where I was at. The thing is, I was very comfortable and natural in that interview because I didn't really care about the position. I didn't have any stake in the game or whatever that saying is. Anyway, so the interview was with several people from HR and then a couple of attorneys and then the managing partner. And in that interview with the managing partner, he asked, you know, after having heard what some of our challenges are here, what would be the first five things that you would do if you were brought on as a paralegal manager here? And I told him. Now, keep in mind, I told him very frankly what that would be. With no management experience under my belt, I didn't really know the ropes of HR like how to word certain things the right way. I just knew that if I was a paralegal manager, I would manage the way I would want to be managed. And so I gave him the list of things that I would do. It was more of a conversation than it was an interview. You know, thinking back, it's funny, I can't even remember the list of things I told him would be my priority. But something in that list must have piqued some interest because two days later, I got the call from the recruiter, they want to offer you the job. Now, I'm not going back into all those details um, of the stress that I was dealing with at this point, right? What, What my brain was going through, because here I was in a job that I loved, and I was being offered this tremendous opportunity for this other job. So maybe that's a story in and of itself some other time. But I tell you that story of where I was, how happy I was, and content in my career, because one of the first cons Of moving into management. I think I'll start with the cons. I think that'll be easier and then move into the pros. But one of the cons, especially if it's a full manager position where you're not handling any caseload anymore, you're in charge of everything to do with the paralegal group, professional development, budgeting, hiring, firing, you know, you're just doing day to day management. So if you take on a role like that, a full paralegal manager role, versus a working manager role, which the definition of a working manager is someone who, while they are a legal manager, they're a paralegal manager, it's usually maybe only for half or three quarters of their time, they still do have some caseload, a small caseload maybe, and sometimes a small billable hour requirement. So anyways, when you take on the paralegal manager role where you're not working on cases, then you're not gonna get involved in the cases Right. Or if you're a real estate paralegal, you're not going to be doing those big M&A deals, those real estate closings. And so I struggled my first year as a paralegal manager. I wanted to quit and go back to my old firm and be a litigation paralegal again. I didn't like the HR side of it. I didn't like the politics side of it, the firm politics. And so I struggled. I struggled. That would be my first con is that if you truly, truly enjoy being a paralegal in whatever role you are in currently, which I would also add, just because you're a great paralegal doesn't mean you can be a great manager. And it doesn't mean that you're going to enjoy being a manager. So don't always assume that the two things are equal. So anyways, I got through my struggle, which really was thanks to a great mentor that I had she was part of the IPMA the International Practice Managers Association or Management Association so I was a member of that in Atlanta and they assigned a mentor to me this lovely woman Carolyn Hilgers who had been a paralegal manager and a paralegal director for many many years and she gave me the best advice one time when I was telling her how I was struggling and I just wanted to go back to work at my old firm She cautioned me and said, you know what, we all felt the same way our first year, sometimes our first two years, we all wanted to quit and go back to being a paralegal, give it a full two years and then make that decision. And so I did. And I'm glad that I listened to her because shortly after that one year mark, I actually started really enjoying it. But that's a pretty big con on the con side. Is that you, you know, you're not going to be doing the same work that you were doing as a paralegal. And if you really enjoy that work, that's a downside. Con number two would be your work relationships look different as a manager. There were several paralegals that I hired and I got along with really well as I was, I was a paralegal manager, but because I had anywhere from 40 to 50 paralegals in three different offices it would have been inappropriate for me to become friends with them outside the office or to be seen taking one of them to lunch. That wouldn't have been fair to the other paralegals. Now let me bring this con to a different level even. See, I was brought in as the firm's new paralegal manager, so the paralegals currently at this new firm that I'm going to, they only ever knew me as their manager. If you're a paralegal who's internally promoted to a management position, that's a whole new spin on that, because most likely you probably already have a few personal relationships with some of the paralegals in your office, and now you're their manager. I know many people who were able to navigate that windy road, but I'm glad I didn't have to. In fact, Kim Barrett talked about that in an early episode of the podcast, She's the firm-wide director of paralegals, and she started out as a part-time receptionist, moved up to a litigation paralegal, then paralegal manager, then firm-wide director, all at the same firm. If you haven't listened to that episode and you're thinking about a management role, you should definitely listen to it after this one. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. The third con or not so positive thing about moving into a management role is having to fire someone or lay them off. That was never easy. Even when it was letting someone go who deserved it. You'd think that wouldn't be so bad, but it was. Every time I knew something like that was going to occur the next day, I'd be up all night wide awake. Now, I'd like to add a fourth one here one that I didn't have as an issue when I was a manager because it was part of the condition of me taking the job. I said I wanted to report directly to the top. I didn't want to be in the middle somewhere and just be someone who pushed out these blanket policies to the paralegal group. But from what I understand, it can be like that in a lot of paralegal manager positions. What I mean by that is that you have the title paralegal manager but you don't really have the authority to make changes. The one thing I was adamant about when I took on that role was that I was going to manage them in a way that any professional paralegal would want to be managed. One of the things that always bothered me about working at a big firm as a litigation paralegal was when they would send out those blanket rules or regulations or policies to all staff members or those emails to all staff members reminding you about the dress policy when it was really directed at one particular person who was always dressing inappropriately. You know, the one who ruins the jeans on Friday policy because they wear ripped jeans with tennis shoes, even though it's clearly stated in the policy not to do that. And instead of calling that person to the office, the manager sends an email to 200 staff members reminding them to dress appropriately. I knew for certain I was not going to be able to work as a manager if that's the kind of stuff they wanted me to do. But I know some paralegals who took positions like paralegal supervisor or paralegal manager and one of their job duties was to make sure every paralegal was at their desk and logged in by 9 a.m. And if they weren't, she'd be sending emails or visiting them at their office. I was absolutely not going to ever be that type of manager. Okay, so now for the pros, which the first one kind of comes off the back of that one. If you choose the right paralegal manager position for the right kind of firm, you have a tremendous opportunity to make positive changes, not just for the paralegals at that firm, but for the entire paralegal profession. Within a few years of making changes at the firm, I was able to recruit some amazing paralegal talent because they'd heard what a great place it was to work. But it wasn't just that. It wasn't that change, necessarily. It was the attorney's perception of paralegals in general had changed. They were now working with highly skilled professionals, rock star paralegals. And I've talked to a few of them since then, who have gone on to other firms. Obviously, it's been 12 years since I've been there. And... They have said that now they know what it's like to work with a rock star paralegal, and they look for those qualities and appreciate and know exactly what a great paralegal can add to their team. The second pro is that you get a front seat view of an attorney's perceptions and views about paralegals as a paralegal manager. And like I did, if it's not a positive view, you have the opportunity to change it. And that doesn't just impact the paralegals at your firm. Like I said, those attorneys move around and go to other firms. The third pro, and this is assuming that your role also includes the responsibility to increase the profitability of the paralegal group. The third one is getting to know the inner workings of things like how the firm looks at utilization, realization, and profitability. It was my role as a paralegal manager And what I learned about from the financial side of things that helped me develop the Bill Blower Bootcamp, which, by the way, is not just for paralegals. I have some law firms that enroll their associates in that course, or they have me come teach it as a live workshop to their paralegals and associates. But even with that, I've always thought after those years of learning all of that, the inner workings. If I'd known some of those things when I was a paralegal, before I moved into management, I could have even been better at my job if I'd known some of those things. All right, so those are the three pros. One, you have an opportunity to make positive changes for the paralegal profession through your management style. Two, you get a front seat view from the attorney's perspective and an opportunity to change how they view paralegals. And three, you'll have a better understanding of the numbers sides of things. So, if after all this, you're still thinking about moving into management, I will do a future episode on how to go from paralegal to manager, but it's going to be sometime next year. It's going to depend on if I hear from you that that's what you want. Do you want to hear an episode like that? How do I move into a management role? All right. And in the meantime, Go back to episode 53. If that's what you're thinking that you want to, you know, that's your career goal to move into a management role or director role, go back to episode 53. It was just a few weeks ago. And in it, I talked about putting together a career development plan. If you're wanting to be a paralegal manager at some point in the future, then go listen to that one again and make a career development plan that's going to help you get there. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening. And please take a quick minute and leave a review of the podcast and share this episode with just one colleague or friend who you think would benefit from what we discussed today. Share the knowledge and the entire paralegal profession elevates. See you next week. Bye for now.